0: To welcome, Hoosier fans, to yet another victorious episode of the Doing the Work post-game show. As your number fifth-seeded Indiana Hoosiers but, um, knocked off our number one seed Ohio State, and uh, 70 to 62 victory, taking Indiana to 22 and eight on the season, and even more importantly, getting us into the Big Ten Tournament championship game tomorrow. Big Ten Tournament, we're in the championship. What's that feel like? It feels amazing. And I'm your host, Kathy Amos, here with my co-host, Sean Cron. And today we will break it all down for you on this edition of Doing the Work, the new show on the Back Home Network dedicated to covering IU women's basketball. And we will start this show how we start every show, and that is with our banner moment. And Sean, I'm gonna go to the very end of the game with 18 seconds left, where Nicole Cardano Hillary gets a bad pass, has a bad pass trying to break this, the press. In all game, we've really had been beating Ohio State's press until that fourth quarter, and really the second half of the fourth quarter. And the team was really just kind of yeah. struggling to, to break that press. And, and this was another place where Nicole just made a bad pass on that. Luckily, Ohio State, misses that that bunny underneath but nicole as her usual self had never given up on the play gets that defensive rebound for us and is fouled goes down to the other end and makes both of her free throws effectively sealing the game for us and that made it our final score of 70 to 62. And I like that as our banner moment because it was, again, a place where the team was really struggling and it really highlighted how Nicole, as her usual self, and the team, as their usual self, never gave up on themselves. And as usual, our banner moment today is brought to you by our friends at Home Field Apparel. They're now in their fifth season of sponsoring the Assembly Call, and their first as the presenting sponsor for the Back Home Network. And did you know that among Home Field's large collection of vintage IU apparel is a shirt commemorating one of the most successful seasons in the history of women's basketball program? It's true. When you go to the IU collection, you'll find a shirt commemorating the 1983 season when Indiana won the Big Ten title and made its first NCAA appearance. And now, maybe after tomorrow, we can look to Home Field apparel again and potentially add yet another Indiana women's basketball um, t shirt to that collection as well. So go to homefieldapparel.com and use our promo code HOME, H O M E, if it's your first order and you'll get 15% off. Again, that website is homefieldapparel.com and the code is HOME, H O M E. Okay, now it's time to move the ball, find the open player, and get some opening thoughts from the rest of my team here today. Again, Jeff's still traveling, so he is uh, not with us today. But again, Sean is here, and Sean, I think we're going to try calling this your summation. So, Sean, what's your summation of the game today?
1: Yeah, I think uh, this was a, a great overall win for us. Um, you know, as you know, you know, people in the uh, chat are already saying, you know, this is this is the first time. Uh, IU has been in the championship game since 2002, so 20 years have gone by since the last time we played in a championship game, and and these girls just went out went out after it from the very tip off. Um, they they played hard. They're they're uh, you know the last couple nights we said you know they had to you know do some different things to if they wanted to advance, and and they did that. Uh, you know you know we'll talk about it more uh, throughout the. Uh, program tonight, but you know, as far as turnovers and shooting, um, both of those they they improved on both of those numbers tonight. And uh, you know, I was I was really nervous about uh, this game with uh, with the news about Alexa, you know, early on, you know, being sick. But uh, you know, the team fought through it. They they all played together. And, uh, this was a great win for us.
0: Yep, absolutely. And pardon our our dog. Oh. I think we have a tornado warning here as well. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> all right. Awesome. Sorry about that, everyone. Welcome to uh, Iowa in the Midwest. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, my goodness, now I'm um, all all flustered. So let me let me go. Okay, here we go. As we continue our breakdown of Indiana's win over Ohio State, we will point out today's meaningful moments you might have missed and then we will go inside the numbers to highlight the most important statistical notes from the game. You are listening to the, po- the doing the work post game show. <laughs> okay, I'm Kathy Amos and I'm here with my co host Sean Cron and we are breaking down Indiana's win today over Ohio State um, now it's time for meaningful moments that you might have missed so let's start with the first quarter Sean what do you what do you have in that first quarter.
1: You know, I thought the uh, the first quarter. You know, first thing I had was our very first um, very very first drive of the game uh, by uh, Chloe Moore McNeil. Um, she she started off with a layup, um, went to the hoop, real real aggressive, um, and started off with a layup. You know, since it was her what second start ever, um, and you know since so she came in from uh, for Alexa, and uh, you know she started us off really well. Um, she came down, hit a layup, and then uh, you know. Uh, couple minutes later at the 718 mark, uh, she ended up hitting a three for us. So, you know, you could tell with Chloe, you know, early on that the, that her confidence was flowing.
0: Yeah, I had that exact same play written down. Um, So that was right off of the bat. So it was really great to see, um, you know, 20 seconds into the game after she got the start. That she was going to uh, to come out and be aggressive like that. So continuing um, continuing on in that um, first quarter, I, I thought another good sign for us coming right out was and at the 752 mark, uh, we had a nice transition three from Allie. Um, she hit that and put us up seven to four and and. To um, this was just really indicative where, you know, Allie had that first game in the Big Ten tournament where she was just on fire. She had a very good game, solid game from us yesterday, and she continued her play, I thought, on to today. Um, so I had that written down as well for something that was really good. So, um, okay, hopefully we'll get through the show because our sirens are going hopefully, off yeah. now. <laughs> cool. This is fun. Okay, Sean, what else this do you what, have this, in the first one? This is order? what you get by doing a live show. You know, this,
1: this isn't edited, people. So, um, so yeah, um, the other, uh, other points I wanted to point out in the, uh, first quarter was that Ohio state was pressing, I, I, they were, they were pressing throughout the entire game. Um, so it, you know, later on in the fourth quarter, it definitely picked up, it seemed seemed, but they were, uh, pressing the entire game and, um, IU, uh, was doing a really good job from the very beginning of, of this game at breaking that press. Uh, so they were they were keeping you know as one of the commentators said they're they're keeping the ball inside in the middle uh, and not getting on the outside and getting you know trapped along that out of bounds lane so I thought or the sideline so I thought that was really really good
0: yeah absolutely um, so maybe we'll we'll make this a condensed you know quarter by quarter to make sure that we can yeah you know, stay online get <laughs> through everything this doesn't but... end up
1: like the Wizard of Oz. <laughs>
0: Good thing we're not in Kansas. All right, cool. All right, so I I do feel like I want to point out um, one of the last plays I wanted to point out myself in the first quarter was at 217 when Ariel Wisney came in. And, um, you know, again, she she needed to come in. We had Alexa who was sick today. She did get some minutes, but clearly not the normal Alexa that we see. She ended up with only 14 minutes. um, And Keandra Brown didn't play at all today, so I'm assuming, again, her hip is still bothering her. So um, Ariel gave us a nice five minutes but at the 217 mark she actually got a great block on Beecham, and i thought that was just really nice to see so that you know she ended up with that block as well as two rebounds in her stat line today so it wasn't that she was just in being a body and giving people rest i thought she actually did some nice contributions today in her five minutes but any thoughts on the five minutes from from Wisney?
1: yeah i thought i thought she played well uh you know like you had said you know she she came in and actually contributed uh, tonight, and and it showed. You know, she had, she had that good block. Uh, she had a couple rebounds also. Uh, so yeah, she did uh, she did a really excellent job.
0: Yeah, I agree. So anything else exciting for you in the first half that or quarter? Rather, you want to point out?
1: I think uh, the only other thing I wanted to point out was our three point shooting in that first uh, first quarter. We were three for three uh, from three point land, and uh, Ohio State was one for four. Um, and I believe uh, Ohio State—they've uh, got uh, Taylor and Mike Sell, uh on their pro on the program, who is uh, 47% uh, mm-hmm. from the uh, three-point three point. and uh, leads the Big Ten. So. Um, We'll talk more about that later
0: on yeah I think we'll talk about her and our defense overall for sure when we get to inside the numbers so um, I'll move us on to the second quarter then and start us off I am I wrote down at the 915 mark that was a very important mark because you could tell I thought that team made a conscious effort to get the, the ball into Mac she didn't score at all in the first quarter but immediately at 915 made her first field goal um, and I wrote down can can we get Mackenzie Holmes going and I thought it was a nice solid game for Mackenzie as well she ended up with 12 points on the game um, and had three rebounds to contribute um, and as well as a block. So overall, I thought it was a nice, solid game for McKenzie. And you could tell that the team in that second quarter was going to start looking for her maybe a little bit more. What do you have in the second?
1: You know, one of the big things I saw in the second was at the 750 mark, uh, um, Nicole ended up uh, breaking up a pass and, uh, you know, get causing a turnover. And then they they're able to pass it down the floor and and get a uh, get a layup right away. And so um, it was just good a, a good you know defense to offense play right there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So um, important thing to note at 5:22 mark that's when Alexa first checked in for us. So um, again, it was one of those things we had heard that um, she was not going to play. Then it wasn't she, she wasn't starting, and we had heard different things. At least I had seen on Twitter. Um, Some things saying she hadn't even dressed, some that she warmed up, but she didn't, and and it was very confusing, and so um, it was nice to see Alexa um, checking in there at that 522 mark, so for those of you that might not have heard for sure, she did have a (laughs) non-COVID-related illness, um, but um, obviously uh, it didn't keep her completely out of the game, so it was nice to see Alexa jump into the game. Um, so continuing Benji's on, not signed up for you you So <laughs> continuing on with um, my Mackenzie Holmes <laughs> item at the 4:40 mark. Um, I thought McKenzie was actually looked a little slow and a little tired, and she was coming down. And um, there was actually a pass from the wing that was trying to get it back out to so the point guard that actually ended up hitting Mackenzie. Um, and I just thought it was a place in the game where it was actually uncharacteristic of the team being a bit unfocused where McKenzie was a little slow coming down the pass hitter. It actually led to an Ohio state's, um, uh, bucket on the end with a foul and made a and one for them and got them to, to 29 to 24, um, which then led properly into the other end where we had a turnover and um, Ohio State got another ball, uh, another bucket and came within three at 29, 26. So I, I thought that was a sequence where uh, overall the game was the very well executed again by Indiana, but that small sequence, I thought just showed a little bit of unfocusedness. Um, But again, you know, just like coach Tonsoni on the assembly call likes to say, you know, uh, you you coach to perfection, you'll never get there. And I think that would be an instance here where, you know, I'm probably nitpicking, um, but just kind of picking out some things to talk through. But um, what else do you have in the second?
1: Uh, So at the 208 mark, there was another, uh, IU broke up a pass. And once again, uh, it it was a, I wrote down, this is just a beautiful play. It was, uh, Grace had the ball at almost the, you know, at the free throw line on the other side of the court Threw made a long pass to Allie. Allie was able to get it down low to Mac and, and for an easy layup and the ball never touched the floor. Yeah. And it was, it was such a pretty play. And it was, I mean, the girls were just, um, spot on, just, you know, communicating is really, really uh, a great play for them. And- um really set the tone, I
0: think. Yeah, great execution there. I I agree, I have that one. And then another one where I thought it was just a really good execution was at the three forty-eight mark where again they're focusing on getting the ball this down low. This time they get it down to um to Alexa Goulbay. She passes it right back out to Allie, who you know, cause they had collapsed down on her. Allie was open for the three. She makes it and it got us back up to thirty-two to twenty-six. Um, and then followed not too long by that, about two and a half minute mark left and Chloe McMore McNeil ended up driving the baseline for two. Overall, I thought the start for Chloe was actually a really strong first half. She was really good in that first half. Um, She ended up with 11 points in the first half. That's what she ended up with in the entire game. But, you know, coming in and starting, you never know if she'd have some jitters since it's not normally a role that she played. I thought that Chloe had just a really superb first half. But, um, again, for uh, only her second start of her career. But um, any thoughts on the second quarter that you'd like to add? Uh,
1: I think that's all I have written down.
0: OK, so the team would go into halftime of 8, 38 to 30. Um, they uh, outscored Ohio State in both quarters by four, giving them that eight-point advantage. So going right into the third quarter, again, we went right back to Mac at the 15 seconds into it, and then... Um, going in there for two. In fact, both of our first two possessions for that quarter were down to Mac for both of them um, to open up. And then uh, another bucket after that, and we ended up opening up on a 6-2 run in that third quarter that forced Ohio State turn or excuse me timeout. So um, what do you have in the third quarter?
1: Yeah, I thought that was a, a great start to the third quarter um, and you know being able to force them to take a timeout to um, kind of settle their players down. But then um, the the other thing I had was that uh, their uh, center uh, Mikalychova <laughs> ended up getting their uh, getting their third foul um, yeah. at the 6:51 mark, and uh, so they had to take her out right away. Um, and then uh, at the 5:15 mark, uh, Alexa ended up hitting a turnaround jumper uh, for her first two points of the game.
0: Yeah, yeah, I had that one written down too. It made it 48-37, so a nice double-digit lead there um, for the for the team. Um, The other nice, uh, again, it's such a patented move. I feel like it should at least have a patent from Grace Berger. So at the 2.30 mark, she had the ball again out on the wing. She had a beautiful behind-the-back dribble and got into the lane with a beautiful little pull-up jumper. Um, And I wrote that one down not because it was something we haven't seen from Grace before, but it was actually something that stopped an Ohio State run. So after that... Um, 48-37 lead, Ohio State would go on a bit of a run. That stopped it and got the lead back to 51-44. to um, What else do you have in the third
1: quarter? You know, one of the things I wanted to talk about was that, uh, you know, during halftime or, or actually in that uh, third quarter, they were showing uh, Coach uh, Morin in the, uh, um, in the uh, huddle, and they were talking about having, you know, she wanted them to slow down, slowed, slowed the offense down. Um, and, and you can see them that they actually did that. They, they slowed the offense down, um, took their time, passed the ball around. Uh, they were doing a really good job about uh, moving the ball, ball around tonight.
0: Yeah, and that was something we talked about last night on the uh, you know kind of lingering questions. Would they be able to control the pace of play? So I think that was a great segue, Sean, that you have to maybe go ahead and talk a little bit about our defense overall again. Um, We talked yesterday about our defense um, against Maryland. Again, we have Ohio State coming in where they have two two players that average nineteen points as a team. They average just under eighty points per game. We held them to sixty-two points. We held their two um, leading scorers to. 13, or excuse me, 22 and 12. So um, J.C. Sheldon did end up with 22 points, but Mike Sell ended up with only 12. Um, so I thought, again, we had, you know, just kind of a good focus overall on our defense, and it looked really dialed in today. Um, any thoughts overall on the defense today?
1: Yeah, I, I thought they did uh, really well. Um, you know, they, they were fighting for the rebounds and, you know, down low uh, got a lot. actually, you know, um, got a lot of, uh, boards. Um, and, and they were, they were contesting every shot. You know, I think we were, um, you know, there was one shot that, uh, I believe Mike Sell made and that it was a, it was a good three pointer, but, uh, you know, their you know commentator said, well, it was an uncontested shot. Well, no, Nikki was right in her right. face, but, uh, and, and, you know, Nikki was all over the place tonight. I mean, she was just, you know, getting, getting in there, grabbing rebounds. I and mean, she was just, uh, um playing great defense as well as everybody else so it was was a great defensive effort
0: yeah and and again the theme that it seems that we've had in this tourney is our three-point defense in particular and and against teams that are actually really fairly good three-point shooting teams so ohio state was definitely one of those teams coming in in the first half ohio state only shot nine percent from threes and then overall 19 um so keeping a team like ohio state not only well below their scoring nice. average for the game, but also I thought in a three-point percentage was really spot on. So
1: yeah, and, and it's been a trend of uh, of how IU has played in this Big Ten championship because uh, I think they said against Rutgers they were they were two of ten um, against Maryland they're zero for twelve and tonight uh, you know uh, Ohio State was only four of twenty one. So, right, absolutely. Um, three-point shooting was uh, defense was was really spot on.
0: Yeah. Um, the last thing I wanted to mention before we officially leave the third quarter was just the foul trouble that Ohio state was getting in uh, specifically with their, their, um, um, post players. So Beecham had four fouls. She comes in normally off the bench. She was in there because of, um, uh, my cool uh, I'm never going to be able to say her name. <laughs> Skykova, excuse me. I'm so sorry to her for butchering her name, but she um, had three fouls to end that third quarter. So, um, Anything else on the third before we jump into the final quarter of the game?
1: I think, uh, you know, the other thing I want to point out was in the third quarter, uh, Mac was really starting to heat up in the third quarter. She ended up having eight of her points in the third quarter alone. So, I mean, she was really starting to heat up at that
0: point. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, great. Let's um, jump into the fourth quarter. Um, I'm going to, uh, again, continue with uh, the theme that we started to see at the beginning of the second and the third quarter. Fourth quarter, we again go in down low to Mac. This time she doesn't score. Instead, they collapsed down on her, but she got the ball out to Nikki, who hit a three, and then we went up 60 to 48. So again, it was a nice way to start that fourth quarter. Um, And then I thought I wrote down again, 540 mark. Again, McKinsey gets the ball down low. It, and that's the nice thing with our team. They're never selfish and only looking for their own shot. She gets it back out to Goulbay this time who had um, got it got the basket for two and that made it 64 to 53. Um, what do you have in the fourth?
1: yeah I I'm noted down the uh, 602 mark. Uh, Nikki uh, ended up uh, going up and getting a, a defensive rebound uh, and that uh, sealed the deal for her uh, for a double double. She ended up at that point had a I think she ended up having uh, 12 points and uh, 10 rebounds at that point for a double double um, and then at the 424 mark uh, you know we forced uh, Ohio State into a, a shot clock violation So once again our defense stepping up and uh, forcing Ohio State to uh, turn, turn over the ball.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, I, I thought, you know, again, I mentioned in, in, in my banner moment, we were really kind of struggling here in the, with the press in this quarter. Um, so we came off of the third quarter with zero turnovers. So we had five at the half, none in the third quarter, and then we ended up getting, what, seven, I believe, in that fourth quarter. Um, So I thought the turnover bug kind of hit us a bit in that fourth quarter. Um, Some of it um, absolutely is attributed to Ohio State's um, pressure that they put on us from a press perspective. Um, They had been pressing us all game, but I thought that the intensity of Ohio State's press really ratcheted up. And, and we were really struggling with that we were getting the ball more on the sidelines we were having trouble getting the ball across the timeline um, I know we had at least one um, 10 second violation we came really close on a number of other possessions so um, I think <laughs> that was kind of the theme of that fourth quarter where especially you know uh, Ohio State started making that run there towards the end it started to get a little nervousness for us again um, but you know as to the team I think uh, again good testament to them their leadership and their senior um leader um experience what else do you have in the fourth quarter
1: yeah i think uh you know a couple of things i hadn't noticed was uh chloe uh chloe moore mcneil uh, ended up getting fouled at uh, the 247 point and uh, missed both of her free throws and then a short time later grace you know did the same thing you know she got followed and missed both of her free throws so it's one of those things that um you know, you, you hate to see down the stretch because, you know, we need every one of those points. But, uh, you know, they were, you know, in, in the end, they were able to pull out a victory and uh, and seal the deal.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I think um, so. Again, Ohio State did make that run. It was a seven zero run that lasted up until the 33, um, actually the 18-second mark when um, Nikki made those, those free throws. So um again they they i felt like yeah they they calmed down the coach i thought coach Moran and took some really well timed timeouts again um overall thoughts from the game i thought that the substitution pattern again was very well thought out by the coach again we didn't have our normal starting five um we we're out without keonda brown but again i thought that um, as we talked about yesterday it was a game where we saw really good execution from our team as well as really good coaching moments from our coach but what are your overall thoughts on the game today
1: yeah my my overall thoughts you know like you said i think the substitution was really uh pattern was really good uh the defense was uh, excellent tonight um the the offense was really good uh, they were they're continuing to move the ball around and, and find the open person you know they're not they're not standing around they're 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 moving and uh and, and it's fun to watch and so I thought they did uh, did excellent tonight, played a really uh, solid game and uh, um, see if they can uh, continue it tomorrow.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, So in case we need another phrase, so we have doing the work from Coach Moore. And she also likes to call it sharing the sugar when uh, the the girls and the women are passing the ball around and really finding the open person. So I thought, again, we saw that tonight and maybe this is a great time to go inside the numbers. So do you want to kick us off with some stats?
1: Yeah, I think uh, the stat I want to start with is our uh, three-point shooting tonight. Uh, we ended up uh, shooting 50% from three-pointer uh, three-pointers tonight. We were five of ten, um, and uh, so I, I believe uh, Allie led us uh, in that category tonight. Uh, she shot three of seven. Um, but uh, yeah, I think our our three-point shooting was uh, was excellent, and you know, especially compared to their three-point shooting, which was only 19%. They only were.
0: Four of 21. Yeah, I, I would agree. And just overall, our shooting was really spot on. So in the first half, we shot 50% from the field and held them to 44%. Um, at the final, we ended up shooting 45% and held them to 42%. But I think not just were not just important were the field goal percentages, but the assists that we had as well. So we ended up with 20 assists on the game. 20 assists on the game. I just wanted to <laughs> say that one more time. Um, 20 assists on 24 made field goals. Right, yeah,
1: um, that's huge.
0: You, you can't ask for a better ratio, I think, and um, in, in my opinion than that. Um, the other kind of stats that I like to look at, of course, are turnovers. I mentioned hours already throughout the game. So we ended up the game with uh, 11 turnovers. We forced 10. So 11 is our average that we kind of shoot for anyway, our team goal. Um, The problem, I think, with our turnovers is that the bulk of them came in that fourth quarter when it came down to crunch time. Uh, Again, we talked about that when we went through the meaningful moments. Um, The good thing is that Ohio State only turned those into 11 turnovers, our points off of turnovers. We did turn their 10 into 14 points. So um, what other numbers do you have?
1: Uh, I wanted to look at the uh, the free throw shooting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we uh, we shot seventy four percent tonight from the line, but we shot we made seventeen of twenty three. Uh, Ohio State shot a hundred percent from the line, but they only attempted four shots. So I mean we, you know, you always want to, you know, they always say you want to make more free throws than your point, opponent shoots, but you know we quadrupled that tonight. So I mean that was uh, I think that was uh, you know outstanding.
0: Yeah, I agree. I had that exact same one written down um as well. The other one too, the to kind of look at here were total rebounds. Um we did out-rebound them tonight. So seven, 37 rebounds for us to their 30 and 30 of those 37 were defensive rebounds for us. So nothing too glaring I thought um in terms of, you know, things we've kind of been watching for with them in the last couple of games. Offensive rebounds we beat them as well 7 to 5 and beat them 7 to 2 in second chance points. Um and the same thing, bench points, or excuse me, points in the paint were, were and, and bench points for that matter, were both pretty much even between the teams. So statistically, if you're looking at what really um, drew us apart in this game, I really think it was our field goal percentage, the three-point shooting, and free throws—the things that we've really mentioned. But what else from a team stat perspective for either team? Uh,
1: you know, I think that's, uh, that's about all I had, I believe. Um, you know, and I want to touch basically on the on the turnovers that you had mentioned earlier. Yeah. You know you know, 11 turnovers tonight, you know, compared to, you know, the last couple of games we played, and we had yeah, 16 and 18 the last couple of games. So that was a, a huge improvement there.
0: Yeah, I agree. So cool. Let's talk some individual stats. So I think I will kick us off if you don't mind. Sure. Um, and I am going to start with um, Nicole Cardano Hillary, and I'm just going to read her stat line and let it sit there for us all to, to admire. She had 16 points on five of 12 shooting, including one of two from the threes Uh, She had five of seven free throws. She had 11 rebounds, five assists, only two fouls and only two turnovers and one steal. You know, that's a, a game we've been asking Nikki here the last couple of games. She has really been turnover prone. And then she came back tonight, and especially in a team that was pressing like Ohio State does, um, and now granted Grace Berger, I think, was doing most of the ball handling, bringing it up, but still Nikki had the ball in her hand a lot, only two turnovers. Um, She was her usual tenacious self, I thought, in not just steals, but really hitting those rebounds. She had the team high with 11 rebounds. The next closest behind that was Grace Berger at six. Any overall yeah. thoughts for about Nikki's play tonight?
1: Yeah, I thought uh, Nikki Nikki had a, a great game tonight. Uh, you know, getting a double double. Um, you know, you, you know she crashed the boards. Uh, you know, and uh, she was uh, her pesky self on defense again. Um, uh, but you know that that the eleven boards just uh, just uh, it it continues to amaze me how good of a rebounder she is. I mm-hmm. mean, uh, she's she's in there every night just uh, going up against the bigs and, uh, you know, and she comes away successful every, every time.
0: Yeah. She's the pesk on defense and she's the pesk hitting the boards, right? That's right. <laughs> so great. Um, How about you? What else do you see there from an individual perspective you want to jump out at?
1: Yeah. I wanted to look at, uh, you know, Grace tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grace ended up with 10 points. Uh, she was only three of t- uh, 10 for a field goal, um, but she was four of six from the free throw Free throw line, and she did have uh, six rebounds and seven assists. So uh, you know she she was handling the ball a lot tonight, um, and those uh, seven assists really uh, show, show that.
0: Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, you know, she didn't have, you know, uh, she still ended up with double-digit points with 10 points, but she was finding the the open player there again and, you know, second on the team with six rebounds as well um, and only two turnovers. So, and I'm quite sure, I think both of those might have came in the fourth quarter, actually.
1: Yeah, I think so. When they were... Uh, nope,
0: just one. Just Sorry. one, okay. Yeah, okay. Um, Yeah, the other person, of course, I think we really should mention is Allie Popperg here tonight. Um, Allie, again, had three three pointers for us. She ended up with 15 points. She was six of tall shooting, so 50% overall on her shooting. Um, She also had three assists. Again, you know, the team I thought was really, really moving the ball well. And so when you have 20 assists as a team um, and it wasn't just loaded onto one one person here, it was really spread around by everyone. And again, only two turnovers and she had 38 minutes, um, including a block and a steal, which, you know, I don't necessarily think that blocking is something we see from Allie um, quite often to see that show up in the stat line. I thought overall from Allie, it was pretty
1: good yeah absolutely <laughs> there, <she> goes. <laughs> there goes our dogs
0: so. <laughs> sorry all right um, anyone else you want to point out we talked already a little bit about chloe but maybe anything else you see on her set line?
1: yeah i think uh, uh chloe chloe had a really good night uh you know um she ended up with the 11 points three of five shooting uh made one uh she was one for one from uh three pointers and four of six from uh free throws uh she also had three rebounds uh, and two assists. Uh, that she did also have uh, four turnovers. But I, like you were saying earlier, I, I think a lot of those came, you know, in the fourth quarter as uh, Ohio State was <laughs> continuing to pressure more and uh, causing some turnovers.
0: Yep. And then our last starter we haven't talked about is McKenzie Holmes. Again, um, so all five of our starters ended up with twelve. Um, Excuse me, with double digit points. She ended up with 12 again, five of 12 shooting Two, her made both of her free throws, um, three rebounds. So, as mentioned, I think that, um, <laughs> yes, it was Toto barking at the tornado. <laughs> <Joe>. <laughs> um, I'm not sure what's got her all worked out. So, um, yeah. So anyway, McKenzie, again, 28 points tonight. So that came following up a 30 minute game yesterday. Did I say 28 points or 28 minutes?
1: Yeah, uh, i think you said 28 points okay 28,
0: she had minutes. 28 minutes yesterday she had 30. <laughs> this might not be my most our most stellar game but we're, we're dealing with a lot of distractions between tornadoes <laughs> and, and dogs, dogs. and <laughs> hoping our and sirens, sirens going off yeah. again you um anyways
1: <laughs> at, at least at least we're in the basement already
0: <laughs> we so. are in the basement in case anyone was worried about us um so yeah again just Overall from our starters, all five starters and double digit points. And then Alexa coming in off of the bench again, she was sick tonight, still contributed six points and assists um, and ended up playing 14 minutes. So, you know, it, not, <laughs> I don't know that I would say it was her, her best game. And I, I wouldn't expect it because after what we were hearing pregame, I don't think we were expecting her to play at all. So I'm I just really appreciate Alexa um, getting out this game tonight. Um, All right, anything else on statistics or any other storylines from this game specifically?
1: Um, I think that's it. That's all I had, I believe.
0: Okay, well, I think we'll move along then. So um, you're listening to the Doing the Work IU Post Game Show. You can catch us live um, following all IU women's games, and you can find us at our website, assemblycall.com. Also, make sure to sign up for our free IU Hoops newsletter. You can find that at join.assemblycall.com. Um, and again, I'm Kathy Amos here with my co-host, Sean Cron, and we're breaking down our win over Indiana's win over Ohio State. So I think Sean we will just quickly go around for game yeah. balls. What do you have? Uh,
1: my game ball is going to Nick, uh, Nikki tonight. Um, you know, like we had said, uh, she had an outstanding game, had ended up with a double-double, uh, five assists, uh, 11 rebounds, 16 points, um, and and one steal. So I think uh, she uh, uh, she deserves it tonight, I think.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I wrote down Nikki um, before the game was even over, so I I absolutely second that Um, Nikki double-double, and we've already talked about her tenacity, and again, just doing the the stuff that you don't see in the stat lines as well. So um, that makes the game balls now seven for Grace, four for Mac, four for Nikki, four for Allie, and two for Alexa. OK, let's move on to our Hoosier, Hoosier Hustle Award. Sean, who do you have um, down for your Hoosier Hustle?
1: You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick Alexa for this one tonight. Um, I know she uh, wasn't out there very much. Uh, she only had six points, two of four shooting, um, two or two from free throws, um, and she had one assist. Uh, she only played 14 minutes, but she was also uh, sick. You know, we, we weren't expecting her to play, um, so I I think we got to handle it. I've got, I'm going with Alexa tonight.
0: Okay. Um, well, we'll see if anybody in our chat wants to jump in and uh, give us a Hoosier hustle vote because I actually wrote down Chloe Moore McNeil. Um, I was really impressed with her, with her making a start for us. She ended up with double digits again, um, for us with 11 points. And just overall, I thought she had a nice game. I know scoring wise all 11 came in her first half. You know, she did miss those two, um, in the second two free throws in the second but i thought her defense was really quite spot on as well as um a lot of the other things that she was doing that don't necessarily show up i thought she was cutting really hard i thought she was aggressive um, she also ended up with you know a couple of assists there um so i liked chloe Moore McDeal as well so <laughs>
1: yeah i think you, you can't go wrong with that pick either
0: all right, just see All right, so we got Chloe for Hoosier Hustle from John. Um, We have Richie who has Chloe or Grace. Steve said Nikki, but um, Nikki already got the game ball, so she can't go both. Sorry. (laughs) And then Joe also said Alexa. So I think I saw three, a couple other Chloe, more McNeils in there. So I think we'll give it to Chloe then. So congratulations to Chloe um, again on getting that that start. Um, It hasn't happened. I don't believe this year, but it was her second start. So maybe she started um, last year. But regardless, um, that was her sixth um, Hoosier Hustle Award. Um, that takes our total for the year to five for Grace, four for Nikki, and then one each for Mackenzie, Keandra, Alexa, Grace Wagner, Caitlin, and Allie. Okay, any other lingering storylines, Sean? You think we we uh, didn't uh, didn't hit on yet for this game specifically?
1: Uh, you know, I think it's just uh, you know once again, I think it was an all around uh, good good effort by the girls. Uh, good game. Um, and uh i just hope they can continue it uh, into tomorrow
0: okay so richie is correcting me he evidently um chloe did start earlier this year so thanks richie my memory sometimes fails me so appreciate that okay so let's preview our upcoming show um i can't uh, preview the opponents because we don't know who it is iowa and nebraska are playing right now um we will play the winner of them winner of that game tomorrow i believe that game is at four eastern yes four eastern three um central we do plan on going live right after that game is over so hopefully it will be a fourth victorious episode in a row Um, and if so that will be the first time we've won this tournament since 2002 Um, so, and this is our first time we're in the championship game at all. So hopefully everyone will tune in. That game will be, I believe on Big Ten Network. No, I'm sorry. It's on ESPN2 this time. So hopefully everyone gets the word out, um, to their friends, make some time in their Sunday afternoon and really cheer on these girls from afar. If you can't be there in person again, I would encourage you if you're anywhere in the Indianapolis area to try to get some tickets and go and support them. They've had a really fantastic run. Um, And I think that will lead us into kind of our lingering questions and last call. So lingering question for me, I I think is just, do they have enough in them to get through a fourth game in a row like this? You know, we've seen, again, a lot of minutes from a lot of our starters. Um, Every one of our starters today um, played uh, except for McKenzie who played 28, they all played 37 or more. Um, And then now on top of it, we have Alexa who has got some kind of illness. So Um, I'm also a little concerned about how banged up they might be. We know Grace um, was holding her shoulder for a while. She seemed to be okay, but she definitely looked to be in some kind of pain. Um, And of course, we, we know Grace Wagner, who hasn't played a whole lot. She played two minutes, but we always see her with that back support on. So she's got some kind of back injury or issue that she's been dealing with all year and then keanu brown with her hip injury so you know the girls are are really banged up and they've had a lot of playing time so um oh john yeah thanks let's see what you got going on here yeah oh i think i hit all of them too so yes lingering storyline injury are they able to 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 get through um, a fourth game in a row, and will they have the legs for it? Yeah. Um, so Ari's telling us that, yeah, there's definitely a bigger crowd today, so that's good. The lower level was complete, are pretty clear, close to full, and there was some even up in the upper level. So hopefully, we'll see even a bigger turnout tomorrow. So. Sean, uh, any lingering storylines I haven't talked about, uh, while our no, lights start to flicker? No,
1: I think you covered it. Um, yeah, our lights are flickering here, so I'm, I'm I'm hoping that uh, we're not in another tornado watch. And we are tomorrow. So
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, let's uh, let's go ahead and wrap it up then um, before uh, Mother Nature wraps it up for us. So um, how about you go first and give us your your closing closing thoughts for today?
1: Yeah, my my closing thoughts are. are just simply I, I think this is an excellent game uh, yeah, the, the girls played really well tonight um they uh, offensively I, I you know can't really ask much much better of them um you know they got the uh, turnovers down um i just hope that they can uh i just hope that they can get healthy and uh you know hopefully this uh you know fa- fatigue doesn't set in um i hope they just got uh, one more game in them yeah uh, you know to bring this championship big ten championship banner home
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, this was the goal, one of the goals not the goal right. one of the goals for the, the team earlier in this year was to get a a big 10 championship they couldn't do that in the regular season for a whole host of reasons that we've already talked about we won't go into them again but boy they have it right there at, the, at their fingertips tomorrow so i'm hoping yeah. right now they're all relaxing um maybe getting you know some good massages hitting the the whirlpool and whatever other kind of rehab treatment they have at their disposal tonight so um i they seem to be coming along but we got to nurse those injuries um, one other programming note we should, I should point out. So selection is for the NCAA tournament will be next Sunday, the 13th. Um, usually they do selection show for the women on Monday this year. They are doing the selection show for men on Sunday and then following it up with the women right after. Um, so I believe that will start at eight Eastern and seven central, um, might double check me just to make sure that the the articles I've read are not wrong. Um, but for those of you that are in our private community with the um, with for assembly call, um, we will be hosting a virtual happy hour to watch the bracket reveal. Um, so if you're not a member of our uh, private community, I would uh, very much encourage you to go out to the assembly call um, website and try to find out how to join the the um, the uh, the, sorry, we just started, at our lights flicker and it distracted me. Uh, so I tried to figure out how to join our private community there. It's a lot of fun. We talk men's basketball, we talk women's basketball, and we talk anything really IU-related um, sports. Ari um, Schifrin um, does a great job always doing a nice recap of articles for all sports, non-men basketball related. So he has great women's basketball coverage, but other sports as well. Um, But we do these virtual happy hours from time to time. So as a community, we will be having a virtual happy hour to watch the reveal of our our bracket, which I think is the next storyline we should probably hit before we call it a night, which is if yesterday's win didn't do it, I'm quite confident and feel pretty good that today's win did at least get us into one of those top four seeds that will give them um, some home games during the NCAA tournament. I, I. I would expect, actually, that this one in particular would move us potentially to a three line, um, maybe a two, depending on what other teams above us and below us are doing, of course, Um, but this is really important for our seeding, as well as just the confidence of the the women going into the tournament and really getting that um, flow back into um, going into postseason, but I don't don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves we have one more game tomorrow so again just a reminder that game is on espn 2 tomorrow we played the winner of iowa and nebraska it will be on uh at 4 p.m eastern three o'clock central and we will be back here to uh hopefully celebrate a big 10 title with you and for that i think it will do it everyone so thanks for joining us happy um saturday to all of you out there in the chat um and those listening to us um later on whatever podcast that you like to subscribe to or through youtube and if you do want to see us do the show live please be a part of the live chat and make sure that you subscribe to our youtube channel at youtube.com assembly call and until then keep your elbows in and your eyes on the rim and go hoosiers (laughs) all right so That's it. Thanks everyone. Sorry for all of the the kind of glitches. And yeah, this is our dog. She even has her little Jersey on today. She, uh, she's getting pretty scared from all of the thunder. And so it was just easier to put her on my lap. So (laughs) thanks for letting us have a, um, a little guest on today. Thanks for staying with us, but, um, yeah. Happy Saturday, everyone. Thanks again for joining. Thanks for listening. And, uh, we'll see you back here tomorrow. Take care of it.
1: Have a good night.